Hey there, welcome to Business Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Neil DiPentino. So happy that you could be with us today. Uh, I've got a great guest. Uh, he's got 20 years experience in the entertainment technologies industries. Uh, he's a marketing consultant uh, working with entrepreneurs and startups. He's also a film documentalist. I said that right, I hope I did. Uh, from San Juan, Puerto Rico, president of Awakener, um, Mr. Eddie Lopez. Eddie, thank you so much for being with us today. Appreciate the, the, the welcome and the invitation to this, Neil. And uh, I'm really happy to be part of the Business Breakthroughs uh, podcast. Awesome, man. So, like, you know, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans. We've known each other for a really long time. And uh, we've got a background. We've worked together. Uh, we've kind of partied together a little bit, maybe, if you want to, you know, yeah. back in the day. Uh, <laughs> but I was so excited when uh, we connected on LinkedIn and we started talking and, and uh and you agreed to come on the show. Uh, it's it's really been great to reconnect with you, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. Very good moments, and it's been a learning experience for many, many years. Many so, years, that's right. We won't even talk about how many years that is, right? <laughs> so, you know, hey, we've got a lot of business stuff that we want to talk about. You've got a great, you've got a lot of experience in the business world, um, you know, and, and you've got some really cool things that are happening down there in, in Puerto Rico. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but before we do, uh, Eddie, let's, let's, uh, get our, give our audience a little bit of information about who Eddie Lopez really is. So that's really a good question because it's, uh, not everybody likes to talk about themselves. I'm, I'm actually very, for me, it feels awkward, but I'll tell you what, um, my first school business <clears throat> and this is where actually you and I met. Uh, it was in the blockbuster days, and and what better school to start in, in, in blockbuster in business? So, spent many many years there, uh, from VHS to the technology of DVD and Blu-ray, and then after that, um, I went on to work for uh, music business for a while when we still had CDs, <laughs> and right before you know the music business uh, got into streaming, right in there. Uh, working the Southeast in, in, in the, you know, South Florida in, and, and part of the Southeast and also the Virgin Islands, which was a very, very unique market uh, for music. And then after that, uh, I worked for a company for almost 15 years, actually, uh, part of pretty much half of my career I spent in this company, Mosaic, which was a great, great company to work for. And in there, I worked for uh, Walt Disney Company, or that was one of our customers. Uh, we did uh, Blu-ray, DVD, launch campaigns, different uh, markets. Um, then we do sons. We went to uh, merchandising, and we went to activities into the different areas, into different markets, which was like a geo-target marketing. And then we also did um, other customers, um, Walmart, the Home Depot, and. Eventually, it went through uh, Samsung, which I spent uh, pretty much a lot of time uh, with their products and uh, working inside the Best Buy store, working along Best Buy, uh, working along Macy's for, for, for those smartwatches. So when you work for different retailers, you see a different uh, scenarios and a different aspects of the business because not everybody sees everything the same way. Um, so having that uh, experience actually brought me to see a lot in different perspectives. But I'll tell you what, it wasn't until 2017, at the end of 17, when um, in my hometown and in Puerto Rico, we got hit by Hurricane Maria, unfortunately. But that was a breakthrough, you know, just to uh, indeed, because it connect me with working with the local entrepreneurs, the small and medium business size uh, uh, businesses. And 
what I started to do is working for MPOs as a coach, mentor, whatever, and never did mentorship before beyond in the corporate world, you know, with your associates, employees, and your team. I had 200 employees at one time, and, and that was the people I used to coach and mentor. But it wasn't the same to people that you don't know, just total strangers. And working for that um, opened the eyes of how much help and how much need there is, a, you know, for a small and medium-sized business. And initially it started with um, a, a group in Puerto Rico, uh, a nonprofit group that actually told people to start to from scratch, like who your customer is. So it's called customer discovery. And we use the scientific method. And we work with Georgia Tech University, but it wasn't done very easy for them to understand because we didn't want to bring the academia into the small and medium size for people who were not probably, not everybody were new about all this. So we brought in simple terms. And the hardest thing that I saw people is struggling to talk to people. You'll be so amazed and surprised at how many people um, were struggling to talk to strangers. I mean, you will talk to people in your business and say, good morning, good afternoon, and how can I do for you? But it's not the same when you actually talk to a stranger. Uh, so not a lot, that thing about having a meaningful conversation with people, understanding what are the actually pain needs and, and worries and what they look for and what they're aiming for, that is what we, you know, that start teaching alone, first as a mentor and then as a teacher. Um, so that brought kind of like a different perspective of what I'm doing right now. I said, you know, I want to help people. So I actually involved myself into a couple of other MPOs, nonprofit. And after a while, until last year, actually started doing it um, for other people just as a, as a formal business. But initially it was just a side thing to do. But I saw the need and I saw how many people needed to understand that how important is a customer. And a customer is not everybody who you think they are. There are many customer, different customer types. And that was kind of like the beginning to understand, say, you know what, this is something meaningful. And I think people are taking great um, insights and actually applicable um, things that are executionable for their business plans so, or, or their business strategies. And, and that's where it started everything uh, about a couple of years ago. But then last year is what it actually started doing in, in, a, in a formal way, if you will. You know, it's interesting that um, I love your story. Um, and I think that, um, you know, a lot of small businesses, startups, people who are maybe been in business for a little while or struggling and everything. I mean, you bring a lot to the table with the experience you have working with large companies. Now, not everything is transferable from a big company to a small company, but there's a lot of things that they do right. They've set, they've got procedures, they've got policies, they've got things like that, that they've been using for years. They spent a ton of money in order to uh, establish those things. So why would you want to reinvent the wheel when that stuff is already there? And who else better to tell somebody about it than Eddie Lopez? Uh, and I also, one of the other things I wanted to kind of point out that was kind of interesting in your story is, uh, you know, the different transitions that you made from VHS to DVD to CD to streaming. I can remember back in the day when they were talking about streaming services, and this was like in the 90s. And in my mind's eye, I'm thinking of these big, ginormous buildings with thousands of VCRs and somebody calls in an order and somebody pushes a v Obviously, it doesn't work that way. But I mean, so all these different transitions that you've been through and all these large companies that you've worked with and worked for, I mean, this has got to uh, translate extremely well to the to the to the business world for for your for your clients. 
I know we heard this before. You know, I, I know it's kind of like a cliche. Change is a constant. You know, it, it, you have to embrace yourself to change. There's no other way. And 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 having that, you know, embracing change and even in when you're working for technology or something that is something that is changing the status quo or something that has never been done, uh, it's uncomfortable at the beginning. I will tell you this, def definitely uncomfortable, but you have to embrace that um, being uncomfortable to be comfortable afterwards to what you, you know, your rewards is what you're going to reap from those, uh, what you're, you know, uh, developing. So cha cha embracing change is one thing that every entrepreneur has to do um, because it will be better uh, uh, um, alongside saying one thing prepares you for the next thing. You don't realize that at the beginning. It's like what I'm doing right now, I don't know what I'm doing. I think it's good. It's, it's, it's doing something. Is is is? I, I think I. I mean, you're gonna probably not gonna save the world, but what you're trying to do is 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 helping people in a way. You're trying to solve a problem or whatever. But you don't know if that is gonna lead to another change or something that changed that you will take something from there and use it. And that's one of the things that I you know I I never asked for this, but you know being in a business that was constant changing in technology processes and, and and everything in between makes you be more open and and mo and mostly aware that what you're doing right now might not be the same thing afterwards in a couple of months or after a year and nowadays and we all you know and, and you had discussed this in your pockets as well you know ai and all that i mean if you don't embrace it you will be behind. You will be lagging behind. At, at least see how it actually adapts to your business or what you're doing, and that's one of the things. You know, uh, embracing change for me is a, is, a, is a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. I mean, our world is changing every second, and uh, you know, with all the different technology and just you know, social, uh, all everything that's involved in our world. I mean, we've got to be aware of that and be ready to move forward. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about your company now. Uh, what inspired the name Awakener? Yeah, let me tell you that it, it's actually is. So while I was doing uh, uh, mentorship coaching for for this programs for different, um, you know, uh, uh, MPOs and nonprofits. Um, one of the things I got reminded a lot, a lot of people say, hey, do, you know, I was doing the coaching or the mentorship. And usually you don't consult because when do you coaching, people think it's the same, you know, consulting, coaching, teaching, mentorship is not the same. They may uh -huh. look alike, but they're not the same. They're different kind of thing that you do for people. So when we do mentorship, which as a mentor, you, you ask a lot of questions and people try to figure out. And one of the things I got mentioned a lot, um, you know, the feedback that I received uh, as a teacher or as a mentor uh, was, Eddie, you, you just, I was just, you awakened what I wing, you know, you, you made me see what I haven't been able to see. And I was kind of dormant. And you awaken this feeling or whatever. So that was the constant say, what? What is this? And people who, you know, different programs. So one day somebody told me, and I'm a great coach myself, because actually great if you're if you are a great mentor, you need mentors as well. So I got mentors right. and coaches as well that be meaningful in my life. And one of them told me, Eddie, you see what other people don't see. So you kind of like awaken people and seeing something and say, you know what, that that kind of like sounds like the right name. Uh, so that for me, and it's been a constant, it's not, I don't imply that, it's just that it happens, organically right. happens. So 
So I think it's able as as when you see or when you start seeing things differently from other people, that's when you start um, realizing and saying, well, I think I got something of value that I can bring to other people as well or to business in this in this case. So so I think that's that was kind of like the awakening of being you know, the awakener. So <laughs> you're awoken yourself. That's awesome. I guess that's a word yeah. awoken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I think it's kind of cool. It's like, you know, we sit here trying to figure out, okay, what are we going to call our businesses? You know, what, you know, we, we could ponder on that. We were talking a little bit offline about having the right name and everything and how, you know, that is super important to any kind of business. But I think that the way that it happened for you, I mean, that that's kind of a no brainer. You had no choice but to go with that name. Yeah, yeah. So at the beginning, I was like hesitant about it, but I said, no, this is no brainer. It's like people tell me. And then it's when you listen to your customer. You have to listen to your customer. They were my customer. I didn't know of. In a way, they were my customers because sure. I was teaching or mentorship. So they were my customers. So their feedback, the way they uh, tell how, what is the value that you bring to them is what actually you are kind of selling, if you will. So you have to embrace that as well. You have to say, well, this is it. This is not going to change it. This is what it is. Well, that's fantastic. So um, now you've moved on. You've got uh, Awakener. That's your business and everything. So tell us a little bit. Of who are your clients at Awakener? So right now, uh, mostly are uh, small and medium-sized business. Um, and one of the things that I bring to the table is um, B-Size, which is a great tool. We, we, we go back and try to validate the, the customer and see if there's a product market fit. Some people are already selling, and that's fine. Uh, but you realize that about 95% or more are people that, or businesses that are actually, they think they know their customer or they're missing the table. They probably know only 10% of their customers. They're selling to only 10%. And really? you're just leaving away 90%. So one of the things that we do is go back and, and check that, you know, and, and try to validate that customer. Um, uh, and sometimes, like I said, um, it's a little bit uncomfortable beginning knowing and talking to people because that's where actually tie in and we can talk more uh, furthermore about how I tie in my documentalists and, and making documentaries right now with short documentaries, but in filmmaking and how talking to people. And when you see a documentary, you see how these people talk about their life and with a stranger. There's a way to do it. And uh, I show people how to do it. But talking to talking to people, you know, already who are your customers is, is probably going to help you, but not as much as talking to strangers people who don't know your business, who don't know who you are, and you just need to discover what their needs, what they're aiming for, what what are they actually, why are their jobs to do, what are their jobs to doing every day. So that's one of the things I help in the band. And then we apply that into their scope of the business. And this is where it comes, um, which I I try to say to people is, even though my um, I mostly are prepare or basically my experience more into marketing and, and, and field operations and stuff like that. Um, I believe being hybrid, I think in a way I had to wear so many hats. And I'm not saying that, you know, uh, I'm a jack of all trades because that's not good uh, uh, also as well. You, you cannot be a jack of all trades, but there's sometimes you can be a hybrid. And a hybrid means that you can tackle certain areas of the business, strategy, marketing, rebranding, branding, um, um, like I said, customer discovery or uh, product market fit. And also as well, looking at what you're doing right now and optimizing processes. And that's one thing that I was not even considering at the beginning and then I started doing recently and actually is working out and actually 
how I see a process of an industry that I'm totally not related first. For example, I'm, I'm working with an agrotech agro company, and I have no experience in an agrotech company, but I immerse myself and I open myself to learn about that business. But the way I saw the whole process and how they can change and save money and that is, 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 a, is a game changer. So you have to first see, okay, listen first. I listen first to my customers, and then what are the problems they're bringing? So I actually put myself into the process. When I'm with a potential client, I try to discover them first. They can tell me some stuff, but I go in deep, deeper and deeper to see what the actual pain is. And maybe it's not the pain they're saying. That's probably in the surface. But when you go deeper, just to see, oh, the actual problem is this. So I kind of like go and run into an interview and go inside on different areas of the business, even other ones that are not going to be directly impacting, let's say accounting wise. But sometimes when I talk to people, I said, you know, do you know how much costs you to acquire a customer? I said, well, I'm not familiar with that. I heard something say, CAC, customer acquisition cost. And I explained what it is because it's kind of like technical for some small businesses. But it's something that every major company uses and you have to apply to your business, especially, you know, with, you know, with the tools and technology you have today and the needs and demands and the speed and, and, and actually the, the, the speed of the business is going right now away and the change going on. So you have to understand these terms and why they're important for your business. So I think being able, you know, what I do with people is this, I involve myself into a discovery with themselves and actually seek out what their actual problem or what the actual opportunities that they have. Okay. So um, now you have a, a great background in, in working with retail businesses. Is that your, your primary customer right now then? Well, you'd be surprised primarily, yes. But like I said, I've been open to, you know, surprisingly, I've been uh, reaching out to other business like um, um, agro agricultural or agrotech, uh, which is a combination of technology and agricultural. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that's not even related to retail. Um, 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 Jeep, um, some uh, um, drones, they use a drones right now into different areas, like, uh, you know, in field, uh, you know, uh, survey, surveying land and, and, and applying uh, certain stuff to land using uh, drones. Wow. So wow. business like that, that are tech oriented. I, uh, I have the, um, uh, uh, the privilege to actually be in, in that kind of environment. And some of them have talked to me and, and approached me for that. So yes, primarily retail, but there's some tech related uh, businesses um, or some kind of technology that approach me as well. Um, to seek out for solutions or opportunities. I like that. So there's, you know, you're right. I think that there's a lot of uh, ability to cross over from one industry to another. And people don't really think about that. They think about, okay, I'm in the podcasting business. So really I should look at nothing but podcasting in terms of building my business. But there's all kinds of other things that are out there, experience that I've had in retail, experience I've had, you know, working with food service and travel and tourism, well, all these different things. There might be, there might not be a solid fit there, but there might be one or two things that I can pull from there that I can bring over into this category uh, over here. That's going to help that client, that customer to actually succeed something they would have never thought of in a million years and that's kind of what you bring to the table yeah and, and then again it's being open to that it's like i would say you know um be open to be a continuous learner that for me is key is if continually learning um uh, i'm actually learning probably more uh, when i'm with clients and customers 
And because, you know, you bring something to the table, you have a different view, you have different perspective, you apply certain things and tools that you know that they don't know. But at the end of the day, you, 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 you continue learning. When yeah. you think you have known everything, it's like, I don't know, you're probably dead. Yeah. I, yeah, well, I'll continue to learn until I'll die. But if, if, if you say, okay, I, 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 I know everything, you're dead. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're alive. You have to continue learning. You're 100% right. It's amazing. So uh, people ask me about the podcast all the time. You know, it's like, uh, you know, what's your favorite thing about it? And, you know, we're, we're a business. We're obviously, uh, you know, we're, we're in it to make a profit uh, to some extent, but, and that's great. We want to do that. But what has been the best thing for me is what I have learned from the people that I've interviewed. I thought I knew everything in the world. There was a no, right? So it, I've been doing this for four decades. And so I kind of know my way around the, the, I've been around the block a few times, but some of the people I've talked to, not some, every single person that I've talked to, uh, since I started this thing, I've learned something new from it. It's been an incredible experience, and that's kind of what you're talking about there, I think. Absolutely. Fantastic. Now, let's talk about uh, Awakener Films. Now, you you are doing some documentaries and stuff. What's, what's yeah. that all about? So, again, every struggle in life brings you an opportunity. You can even sit down and wait, or you can... Um, some people call it reinvent. I don't like calling it reinventing, but I just call it, I don't know, it's a new awakening, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But in the pandemic, and I always been like this, you know, the reason I work for Blockbuster and that is because initially I wanted to be in filmmaking. And then I got into, you know, video business, if you will, back in, you know, the times, I'm not going to say when, but that was where I said, you know what, this is great, but I kind of like miss what I really wanted to do. And even, working with companies, I always was involved into, okay, let's do um, a get together, uh, let's do a video. So I was a person to contact and do video editing and stuff like that, or do the, you know, the activity or the event. So I, I always had that and the, during the pandemic, actually, uh, I invest because when you invest in yourself, is because you believe something can, it's not, it's because you feel something can come good from this. So actually invest into getting into film making but into documentary why documentary instead of a you know short film all the type of films because it's about real things that happen to people i want to connect to people i was already connecting to people so it is a different way actually i had two document short documentaries uh, when i said short is because they last about 15 16 uh, 16 15 20 minutes or so everything longer is a, a long-term format but um, but I learn, and you start learning to people. I I have uh, um, um, uh, one that is still in, you know in post fruition because something about documentary is that you you film it, you make it, and then when you're in the edit process, it takes you forever. But but not because it's like that; it's because it's a process. Sometimes you feel it's going, the rust, the story is going differently, and sometimes it's not. But the one thing is learn is open to hear. I can hear people talking in an interview, in a documentary, and and from my footage, and I can learn so much every time I listen to that person. So I can listen or view that footage 10 times, and it's something new every single time. Nice. Right now, I got two documentaries. One is from a, a blind lady that is, she's been a, a, she went to a breakthrough as well, and how she's, um, you know, she's a, a psychologist, a, a therapist, a, a, and, and she's being blind. And imagine you're going to therapy with a blind person, but she can see you. And 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 actually the commentary is called Let's See. 
And another one was for an, an artist who was in the 80s and it's been forgotten. Back in the 60s and 70s, he was well known. Now he's forgotten. And, and, and how we can forget about people who brought some value to a specific uh, um, time and then we forget people. So those are different perspectives, but it makes me learn how different aspects of people are out there. And I'm curious about learning to more about people around the world uh, and different, you know, uh, stuff that they do and everyday things that we think are, you know, normal. Literally. But I look for, what I think is that you should look for the, in the ordinary, try to look for the extraordinary. And that's what I do for filmmaking. Now I'm applying that for customers because I want a customer who says, hey, I, I want to document the whole process. So I bring that into the business as well. So we're nice. using the format into the business. So we kind of use documentary style uh, video snippets uh, and short films into what the business does to make it explain. For example, um, agrotech could be, it has so much terminology and stuff that some people don't understand. So how can I explain this? Very simple, very, very simple in, in usual common words that people, everybody can understand, even if I don't know about technology. So that's the challenge, and we bring that to the table for that. And so that's another proposal that I bring to the for the clients that I have. I love that. That's awesome. Well, listen, uh, Eddie, we are coming close to the end of our time together. Uh, but before we take off, uh, are, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave our audience with? Yeah, um, I would say, you know, one of the things that, um, that I keep telling people, it's never too late to start or redo or reinvent or whatever you want to call it. It's never too late. Um, 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 when you start having, uh, when you're being afraid, even if you're doing a business, when you're afraid or you feel fear, I think fear is kind of like a fuel. If you stay stagnant, it will not be good. But if you use fear as a way to go and do something extraordinary, um, uh, then use it as a fuel. Because I, hey, every time I'm with a customer, I, you, you kind of like nervous, but that's okay. But that's a fuel. So something extraordinary is happening from this interaction. And lastly, be open to people. Never, never take for granted your customers. Never take for granted that you know everything about your customers. Customers change. So you keep discovering and continuously discovering who your key customers are, who your ideal customer is, because it, it does change. And nowadays, more than ever, it changed more faster than even before. And be agile. You know, being agile is, you know, it's okay to, to uh, sometimes to, I don't know, feel like um, this, this thing is not moving, whatever, but you know, it's not going to last forever. But you stay stagnant and doing anything about it, it's not going to move. So for me, action execution is critical. It's okay to feel the pain, but it's even more important to actually move forward. So I leave that to the people to, and the business to, to say. And, and there's people, be, be open to be help. A lot of the business I see is like, I don't know, for some reason, they're afraid to be help. And then until they understand, if you want to grow, you need to be open to be help. You need to open Absolutely. to embrace people to, to help you to develop your business, to scale up. People talk about scaling up the business. They say, I want to do everything. You want to run this, this, and that. You have to be open to be helped. So I leave everybody to it with that. I, I think with that, you, you, you have more opportunities. And actually, that's what I say. I, 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 that's what I look for, opportunities for people to have. And I, I, until I die, that's what I want to do. Fantastic. That's awesome. Let's, I hope you do it for a really long time. Hey, um, so Eddie, if somebody wants to uh, find out or actually view your documentaries, where would they go to see those? 
I'll, I will bring up the, they're actually in post-production now, but I will put it on my uh, YouTube channel, Eddie Lopez. Okay. I'll share with you the information. Um, and I also have a link tree. Um, I'm developing a new website, but nowadays Linktree or something similar to Linktree is becoming more popular into, right. you know, interacting with customers. So I'll have the information there from, from documentaries and some of the success stories from, from customers as well. Fantastic. And if people want to get in contact with you to learn more about Awakener and to possibly do some business with you, how do they go about doing that? Oh, so you can reach out through either um, um, email Eddie, E-D-D-I-E dot Lopez, L-O-B-E-C at Awakener.com. Um, Awakener is kind of like a, a word in there. Or um, you guys can reach me out to social media as well. There's Awakener in Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn being one of the best ways to actually reach out to me. Outstanding. Well, hey, you're a great guest. You gave us a lot of great information. Really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, Neil. Absolutely. Hey, that's all we have for you today. So thrilled that you could be with us. Business Breakthroughs is sponsored by Titan Media Works. Check us out at titanmediaworks.com. That's works spelled W-O-R-X. And also check out all of our other great uh, hosts on the Small Business Delivered Network at smallbusinessdelivered.com. Until next time, can't wait to see you again. Be kind, rewind. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye.